Welcome to the In the Church TV and radio broadcast where we are shining the light of God's Word in the church to discuss and resolve real everyday issues that are taking place around the world throughout the nation exposing the good, the bad, and the ugly as we engage in powerful conversations with our expertise, opinions, and revealing everything through the truth of God's Word on every topic imaginable. And so we thank you for joining us in the church on tonight. I am your host, Apostle Deron Shay Zorn, and I'm a Excited to be with you on tonight in the church. Amen, 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 amen. Glory to God. We have another dynamic episode tonight in the church. My God, God is I'm really moving by his spirit and by his might. God is really um, blessing us. God has a lot in store for us this month. Um, dynamic people of God in the majestic name of Jesus. So yes, 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 I, it is your host, Apostle Deron Zorn, and I'm just absolutely excited that you are here in the church with us on tonight. Uh, we have a dynamic uh, um, guest in the studio um, that you're going to be absolutely excited um, to hear what God has to um, say to her, through her, as a man. He just used her mightily and boldly. Amen. Um, glory to God. Um, in the word um, of truth. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, thank you, Jesus. A very awesome, awesome, mighty, mighty, um, dynamic woman of God for such a time as this. Amen. I, I think it's, it's it's a much needed place and space that we are in. So, but before we get ready to dive in in our topic on tonight, there's a couple of things. You know, we always have to go to the Lord in prayer so that we can get this party started right. Amen. Um, in the majestic um, name of Jesus. In addition, what I would like for you to go ahead and do is go ahead and share this broadcast on your social media platforms so that those that you know that they can come on in the church with us on tonight. Amen. In the majestic name of Jesus, because this is about to go down. Amen. I'm um, glory to God. So you want to get them in the church on tonight so that they can hear what the spirit of the true living God is saying in the church. Amen. Um, in the name of Jesus. So go ahead and share it on your social media platforms, um, in your groups, in your circle of space of influence. Amen. Um, in the majestic name of Jesus. Text mail some text or email somebody. On, on tonight so that they can join us in the church. Um, God is going to heal. God is going to deliver on tonight. There are going to be some breakthroughs, amen, um, in the lives of God's people um, where people have been in places of limitations. I just believe on tonight in the church that God is getting ready um, to free somebody, amen, um, in the majestic name of Jesus. So, um, glory to God, are, are, are you ready to be free? Do you know somebody that's bound that needs to be free as we're getting ready to engage in, uh, in this amazing, amazing, amazing 
conversation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory, glory, glory be on to God in this place. In the majestic name of Jesus. My God, my God, my God. So, um, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, gracious God, we thank you in this place. We magnify you. We glorify you. We lift you up on high. You are the king of glory. Righteous is you, Lord. Holy is you, king. You are gracious. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we thank you. We thank you, God. For such a time as this, that you are our keeper, as you are our maker. And, Father, we ask in the name of Jesus, as we put this broadcast in your hands, that you may have your way. Take control, O oh God. You be the voice that speaks through our mouths in the name of Jesus. As we come in a one in alignment with you, we decrease so that you may increase, O oh Lord, so that the Spirit can speak to the church on tonight in the majestic name of of Jesus. We thank you that our thoughts will become yours, almighty King, that Lord God, that you would just use us on tonight to speak a word of direction, a word of instructions, a word of healing, a word of deliverance, a word of breakthrough, oh God, in the lives of your people. Have your way. You have full range and full control. Lord God, go through the airways and begin to touch your sons and daughters. And Lord God, and bring restoration in their lives, oh God, regulate their minds and their thoughts. Let them know, oh God, that they are valuable in you, that they are flawless in you, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Let them know that they are not rejected, Father God. Lord God, let your word penetrate, oh God, every stronghold of the enemy, that they will break free on tonight, Lord. No more shackles, no more chains, oh God. In the name of Jesus, oh Holy One of Israel, have your way in the church on tonight. In the majestic name of Jesus, hallelujah. Glory to God. We thank you that we are a new creation, Father, in you, and that, oh God, that it shall be known, it shall be known throughout the earth among your people in the majestic name of Jesus. We give you glory. We give you praise, and it is in the majestic name of Jesus that we have prayed. Amen, amen, and amen. To God be the absolute glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. As we told you, we got a very amazing, awesome um, show on tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory God. We're going to be dealing with damaged goods. Damaged goods. Amen. In the church, that's our topic on tonight. Amen. Or are or, or, or you damaged goods? Amen. Can God use um, damaged goods? Can damaged goods be restored or recovered, um, amen, and, and be useful and used in, in the kingdom of God for the glory of God, amen? And we're going to be answering these type of questions and so many more other things as we move in the spirit, by the spirit and by the might and by the power of the true living God in this place, amen, in the majestic um, name of Jesus, hallelujah. Um, thank you, Lord. And so we just bless. God in this place. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Um, I want to start us off on tonight, amen, with the woman of God's bio. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. So let me just introduce this uh, phenomenal guest. Y'all see, I'm ready to jump in, in, into the uh, program, the broadcast on tonight, because I'm excited about our topic. So um, we have none other than um, this dynamic woman of God. She is a pastor, founder of Living God Deliverance Ministries Incorporation. She's been pastoring for 12 years. She is a gospel playwright, um, um, a director, and producer. Amen. She is the author of In My Daddy's Care. She served in ministry for over 20 years. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you. She's a mother of seven grown adult children. They grown, they grown. Amen. Glory to God. She has 22 grandchildren and two great grands. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. And and, and she just move and operate and, and just love, amen, to see um the lost found. Amen. Um, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So saved. She loved to, amen, see the Lord transform lives. Amen. And get all the glory. Amen. She was a powerhouse for the kingdom uh, of, of God, and she have a message for the body for such a time as this so that souls can be changed, so that, amen, glory to God, the dead can resurrect and come back to life. Amen. That inside of her, hallelujah, that there is a spirit of revival to revive nations, amen, um, glory to God, for the kingdom of God, to bring back, amen, to life in, in other things that has died, that the enemy has came in and healed, hallelujah, so that they will know that all is not lost, amen, she's a messenger of the true living God to preach and teach the gospel of truth, amen, hallelujah, glory to God, so that lives can be saved, that they sick, hold on by sea, and change, my God, in the majestic name of Jesus, we have none other than the wonderful, amazing, dynamic woman of God, Pastor Maria Smith in the studio with us on tonight. Um, Pastor, Pastor, uh, uh, greet our guest. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Hello, everyone. Praise God. Thank God for being here. I thank God for you being here as well. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, you guys, uh, we're in this place and we're in this space, right? And I told you that our topic is damaged goods. Um, amen. Damage goods in the church. Amen. Glory to God. Um, thank you, Jesus. So I'm just absolutely excited that we're getting ready to go and into this topic with this dynamic woman of God. But I want us to start here at Jeremiah um, 29. Amen. Amen. We just bless the name of the true living God. So um, let us get back. Amen. Um, in this word of truth. We was reading over in the book of Jeremiah. We was in the book of Jeremiah, um, chapter 29. I'm going to back up just a little bit because I want to make sure that we get this word, this word on the inside of us that is going to begin to take us into our conversation on tonight. So the word of the Lord, Jeremiah 29, we're starting at verse 10. It said, for thus saith the Lord, after 70 years are completed at Babylon, I will visit you and perform my good word towards 
you and cause you to return to this place. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope that you will call upon me and go and pray to me, and I will listen to you, and you will seek me and I, and find me when you search for me with all your heart. I will be found by you, says the Lord, and I will bring you back from your captivity. I will gather you from all the nations and from all the places where I have driven you, says the Lord, and I will bring you back to the place from which I carried you to be carried away. I caused you to be carried away um, captive. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And so we, we just bless the Lord that he has a plan, amen, of peace and not of evil, just depending on what version. One would say, amen, glory to God, thank you, Jesus, of prosperity and not of harm, amen, um, in the name. So we thank God for the salt, for the salt. Here we got Israel in a place where they are very damaged. They, amen, but they've caused their own, um, they've caused their own, the damage that's upon them right now, they caused it to happen in in their own life because of the things in which they was doing through idolatry worship, amen, uh, wa- uh, worshiping false gods and things of that nature, amen, um, in the majestic name of Jesus. And so these things, amen, uh, brought them into a place of being in captivity, amen. It caught them in a place where now they're in a place where they're in captivity and, and um, they're being sent out of the captivity, but God is giving them the promise of glory to God, hallelujah, thank you. I'm going to bring you back from the nations that you've been dispersed, the things that, amen, glory to God, um, in the places where they're going to oppress you, where they are going to um, um, treat you um, wrong, that I'm going to bring you right there in that place. And, and I'm going to, um, amen, right there in that place, I'm going to bring you back. I'm going to bring you back to the place of promise. I want to bring you back to the land that flows milk and honey, amen, in the name of Jesus, glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, many of us, some of us are like um, those that are in, um, those of Israel when we are in the book of Nehemiah or you are in the book of Ezra, where when they came out of captivity, right, they came out of captivity, um, as it records in Ezra, Ezra, they came out, that's when they began to leave, that's when the first wave of the Israelites began to um, come back, come from Babylonian and come back to Jerusalem to restore, rebuild the temple of God, amen, um, glory to God. And so, but right there, um, in that place, those that the return of captives, some of them was born in, right, they was born in Babylonia. They was born in a place of captivity. Amen. They was born into a environment of, of um, that we're going to call today that was damaged, that was unconducive. It wasn't their place of pros- that that was prosperous. And some of us just so happen to be born in environments like that as well. So many of us have become damaged goods by one way or another. But on tonight, we're going to talk about it. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Let you know and let everybody know, look, it don't matter how you became damaged. What's important that God is saying it's time to recover. 
It's time amen. to recover. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So, Pastor, Pastor, amen, I, I want to just bring you in on the conversation on tonight and as for us to just talk about uh, what God has placed in your heart concerning damaged goods. Yes, ma'am. Um, for those that maybe can't understand the scriptures, the Lord gave me two cans on a grocery store shelf. One's falling off and it was damaged and dented. And the other one was pleasant to the eye. But the one that was pleasant had no need for any help because it was pleasant. It was good. But the one that was dented and broken had need of a physician, a healer, to be delivered. But, but what he said, what's important about it is that it's for the body. The good one is for the body, and the damaged one is for the body. Why so the damaged one? Because people can relate to being damaged. Uh, it's all right to be on the mountain every day, but they want to know, have you ever been in the valley? Okay. Have you ever been crushed? You know, have you ever been lied on? Have you ever been broken for the promise? Have you ever been naked but not ashamed? Have you ever been considered like a leopard where you were contagious and no one wanted to be around you because of your past or your history? And so the Lord was saying, I can use them. Those are the ones that I want, the ones that have been raped, been molested, the, the, the homosexual, the prostitute, the murderer, the gangbanger, the drug addict, the, the dope dealer. I want them. I want the ones where the doctors have given up and walked off and shook their head and said, well, there's no hope. Take them off life support. But they didn't know our God, that Jesus is the life. You know, that he has that resurrection power, he has healing in his wings. They, they, they didn't know about Yahshua Amashiach. They didn't know that he is the all-powerful one. He is the, the, the healer, you know, praise God. And, and what the Lord had given me was Mephibosheth. And Mephibosheth was the son of Jonathan, whose father was King Saul. And they had died. He lost his parents, he lost his daddy, his granddaddy, and his family all in one day due to a war. And the nurse, the one that was supposed to take care of him and provide for him and cover him, heard about the war and, and that the people were coming that way. She assumed they were coming that way. And what happened, she grabbed the boy in haste and dropped him out of fear. Have you ever been with somebody and they promised to cover you and walked off and left you? Have you ever been uh, abused by someone that said they would never hurt you because they knew about your past of being abused before sexually, mentally, emotionally, physically? Even spiritually in the church, people will abuse you in the church, but People don't talk about that. They're, they're sitting on your gift. There's jealousy in the church. And if you seem like you having more together than somebody else, and then they'll shut you down. But all that's all a part of being damaged. Um, and to, to, to say all of that, I, I would like to even touch on uh, Dinah in the Bible. We're talking about being damaged. Are you damaged goods Then God can use? You, you know, when you're damaged, you feel like, woe is me. What can I do? Um, I don't have a purpose. Um, I have no self-esteem. Every man that's with me, I got to pay him to be with me. 
You know, uh, if I go to the club, all the drinks is on me. I'm paying for people to have fun, smoke weed or whatever. You know, oh, you know, it's coming out of my pocket. I'm desperate. I'm broken. All I want is just a man just to hold me, just, just to have a man hold me if it's only for a night. You know, when, when you're damaged, you will settle. You'll do things you wouldn't ordinarily do. You might not only be with a man, you'll be with a woman. Just, whoever just made you feel good at the moment, when, when you're damaged, you'll turn to, to drugs and, and alcohol and and. Sometimes we turn to the people in our church and we try to find somebody that we can pray with, connect with, that can encourage me. But what happens when you begin to tell all your business to them, next thing you know you hear it all around the church, and that's why you have to take it to the cross. Know that you haven't fallen so far where God is not able to pick you up. He'll, he'll hear you when you call, beloved, and he'll catch you before you fall because he's our daddy. He's I am that I am. He's Yahweh God. And all he wants you to know is that I'm here. For such a time as this, the rape was for such a time as this. The molest was for such a time as this. The domestic violence was for such a time as this. All that you have endured, all that you have undertaken, all the hell that you have been through was for such a time as if you're not alone. You're not alone, sweetheart. You're not alone. There's people right in your midst that need what you have. You have something that will ignite a spark in them that will cause a, a chemical combustion to take place where everybody will catch on fire. This is not just a message for women. This is a message for men. It's for every little boy trapped in God's man that may have endured abuse of some kind or every little girl trapped in God's woman who feels like, you know, she may have some insecurities, uh, low self-esteem, don't know her worth, depression. Depression is real with saints today, but they've been taught that saints don't get depressed, but I beg to differ. You get depressed and you get oppressed. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. But I can tell you, to keep it real with you, what you're feeling is real. But take it to the Lord in prayer. Just like the valley of the dry bones, they were damaged. He told Ezekiel, Prophesy over the dead bones. You prophesy over the dead bones. And he began to call upon the four winds. He began to prophesy on these bones. And they began to come together. Because sometimes all we need, brother and sister, is a word. Is a word. That's all we need is a word from the Lord. We need a word. And you might just have that word for that particular season, for that particular person. You have that word locked up inside you, and you have to release it because we overcome by our testimonies. Uh, I, I want to talk about, if it's all right with Apostle, I want to talk about a couple of people in the Bible, and then I'm going to talk, I'm going to share my story. I want to talk about Dinah. In the Bible, her dad was Jacob, and her mother was Leah. 
and she was going to visit some girlfriends, let's say, some girls in the city, and the sheik, Shikam, he'd seen her, and he lusted after her. He kidnapped her, and he raped her. But he fell in love with her, and he had his daddy to go to Jacob and tell him, I want your daughter, just to paraphrase it, I want your daughter, I love her. Name your pride, money is no object, but it was too late. Because when the brothers heard about it, they were already going to get the sheep. But I just want to touch on Dinah. Her name means judge, means vindicated, you know. And we need to know, you need to know, I need to know that what we went through, God has vindicated us for such a time as this. It wasn't because of something that we did. It's because of who we serve. It's because of who we serve. We had to go through that crushing to get that anointing. But not everybody wants to go through that crushing because when you're raped, there's a stigma. You must have had did something. You were being fast. You wore your clothes this way. You know you shouldn't have been over there with them girls like that. You know birds of a feather flock together. The devil is alive. Her innocence was taken from her. Her innocence. So she was naked and ashamed, broken. My God. My God. And these weren't even family members. These this was a stranger that raped her. And then I want to go to Tamar. Her daddy was the king. So see, it doesn't matter what background you come from. Tamar's dad was the king, King David. And his son, Anan Armand, lusted after his sister. And he had a cousin. It was Simeon's son. And it was his cousin. They told him, you know what? Act like you're sick. And, and have your dad and have your sister to make you a cake. I'm just paraphrasing it. And so he called to his dad, his dad, and told his dad, I want Tamar to make me a cake. He had already set in motion how he was going to get her. So she made him a cake, brought it to her brother, love her brother. We all have brothers that we love. We all have family members that we love, but we have been, been betrayed by them. And so she goes to her brother, and he says, well, come in my room and, 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 and sit here and just feed me the cake from your fingers. And her being innocent, gave it to her brother off her fingers, and then he pulls her on top of him and rapes her. And she was steady telling him, no, brother, no, no. Just ask daddy, ask the king if you could just marry me and do it that way. But no, he loved her. And then as soon as he raped her and had his way with her, he hated her. Have you been violated by somebody to one minute they was pursuing you and hot and heavy and then they loved you and as soon as they got it, they treated you like a dog? Even in the church, there's brothers in the church, ministers in the church, people of clergy in the church that I have you come in there. We're going to keep it real, that I have you come in there. And, you know, they didn't heard something about you. You got on that pencil skirt and you looking nice and, you know, and they eyes start lusting. And they have you come in there and they get to touch it on you. And then the next thing you know, it's been compromised. 
and then the next thing you know, once he done kissed you or touched you or whatever, you're a dirty discard rag. He has no use for you. Now your name is mud. He's no longer taking your phone call. He's no longer, uh, you come in one way, he's going out the other way. He don't even want to be seen with you. There are people running interference, but they wasn't running interference when he was trying to get you in the bed. Mm. Talk about it. So Tamar was raped by her brother, by a family member, her blood, her brother. It could have been your uncle, your daddy, your cousin. It could have been your brother like Tamar. Abuse is abuse. Rape is rape. Kidnap is kidnap. Being dropped by your nurse, you're still damaged. You have nobody to talk to about it. You have nobody to cry and vent. You have no one to vindicate you. You have no one that will believe your story. They're probably thinking, girl, you're just being fast. You're just trying to cause trouble for our family. And that's not the case. That's not the case. You were a little kid when you were molested and raped. How did you bring that on? And then we're going to move on to the woman. At the well, apostle, the Samaritan woman. Amen. The Samaritan woman, the woman with the five husbands, and the last one, the one that she has now, was not even hers. Well, my name is Maria, everybody. And if you look at Samaria, you take the cell off, you'll see Maria. And Jesus sent the disciples ahead to go see about some food. But he said it was a necessity that I go to the well. Why? Because Maria was waiting at the well. I was waiting for the Lord at the well. I've had all these different men. I've been married two, two times at that time. But I was so lonely and so desperate that I just wanted somebody to hold me somebody to love me. I was having children after children. So to me, in my mind, that meant I was getting all the love. I was getting all this love. And they, could, they would never judge me because they didn't know that their mom used to do all these things, was sleeping with men, was selling drugs, was, was just a terrible person. It, that's how the devil was planted in my mind. Who's going to want you with all those children? Who's going to love you? Your own mother didn't want you. She tried to abort you. She never wanted you. She told you she never wanted you. But God, but God, broken for his promises. I just said, Lord, why? Why me, Lord? Why did my, my, my mom's brother molest me at 6 to 13 and he was 20 in the Navy? Why? Why did my, my school teachers in the sixth grade molest me in the classroom? Why did my mom's godfather, who was a reverend, used to stick his tongue in my mouth? Lord, why did I go out? Why, why did my mom say she hate me? Why, why did she say I look like my daddy? She hate me. And then when I come to Georgia, my daddy tell me I'm going to be a, a whore like my mama. Why, Lord? Daddy talking about damage. Damage. I was to the place where... I had anxiety attacks. I couldn't even let my children leave out of my sight. I, I couldn't let them off the porch. As soon as one of them got off the porch, I started screaming. 
looking for me because I didn't want anyone to hurt him. Like I had been hurt. It was a long time that my children weren't even able to go outside. They, they were my, my little sisters and little brothers and my best friends and, you know, my confidence because I didn't have anyone. And I was being beaten by my mother as an adult and as a child, meat cleavers to my throat, broken glass over my head, talking about damage. But one night, hey, one night, my God, hallelujah, I had a Damascus experience. Thank you, Jesus. I tried to commit suicide. The devil came to me and said, you can walk down these stairs and go into the middle of the street because the bus constantly runs, and you can just get hit. You won't even feel it. And I started out the door going down the steps. And something, before I knew what it was, I called it something, the Holy Spirit picked me up. My feet never touched the steps, took me back into the room where my children were. At that time, I had six babies and had me to look at them. And he said, now, who's going to love your children? Who's going to teach them about me? Who's going to be there for me? Who, for them, who, who's going to keep them safe? And I broke down and cried, and my daughter came to me, and she said, Mommy, Jesus loves you. Talking about being damaged, where your four-year-old child comes and said, Mommy, Jesus loves you. I had nobody but Jesus. Nobody. Was angry at the world. Had been raped. When I was married, my husband would come up behind me to embrace me. I couldn't take it because that's how my uncle used to get me. And when I was being raped, I separated inside myself. I said, well, he's not getting Maria. He's getting Marie. And Maria, just hold it together. You'll make it through. The, just hold it together. Just hold it together. You'll make it through. So I understand depression. I understand being desperate. I understand not having uh, no self-esteem, not knowing your self-worth. But I was being conditioned for the position, but I didn't know it. I didn't know that really greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I didn't know that Jesus could love me with all the things that I had done. How could you love me when I didn't love myself? Has anybody ever been there? Has anybody ever been there? But when I got off the road of Damascus and the Lord began to feed my spirit and began to tell me I am loved of the beloved, hallelujah, begin to take me to scriptures, Psalms 51 and 10, create in me, O oh God, a clean heart and renew the right spirit within me. I had to begin to encourage myself. Then he showed me in the word of God where other people have been flawed. Other people had been damaged, and I was able to use them. Noah was a drunk, and he used Noah. Abraham lied and said that Sarah was his sister, and she was his wife, and he used Abraham. Thank you, Lord. Glory be to God. 
I just want you to know that Jesus loves you. No matter what you have been through, no matter what you're in the midst of, God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, more than you can ever ask, hope, or think, or even imagine. I have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered to the heart of man what God has for you. Are you damaged goods? Then God can use you. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I just want to jump in right here for a second, woman of God. You have definitely poured out from heaven on tonight what God has placed on the inside of you. And so I do want us to just go into some dialogue about a lot that you have spoken about. You know, she started us off. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And we'll take a break in a moment. But she started us off with the vision that God gave her with a can, with two cans, and one being um, perfectly fine, but another one had dents all in it and what is considered to be damaged goods. And so when you are in retail, right, amen, glory to God, and um, usually usually they won't sell um, any items, any boxes or any cans that have dents and all these things in it because they, they call them damaged goods, and they usually don't sell them. They'll send them back to um, where they came from. Amen. Um, they would consider them to be unpurchable to the consumer. Amen. And I just love it because God does the foolish things to confound the wise. And so we're living in a society that are looking for perfection, looking for that which is perfection, or we are striving to perfection to think that we can only begin to be used when we come into this place of perfection. Amen. Amen. Um, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. But um, God wanted want to show us some things because God wanted us to be broken free from the lies and the deception. God wanted us to be free from the lies and the deceptions of the enemy that says you ain't never going to be good enough. She said, Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. How the enemy came to say, well, who going to want you with all these children and, you know, and, and, and all these different things? And, you know, the lies that the enemy tried to sell us to keep us from walking in purpose, to keep us from moving into things. You know how he'll go back and do a, 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 um, a background check on us mm. and, and, and try mm. to use that background check, right? to keep us from advancing. Y'all know how it is. And I know y'all don't apply for jobs and, you know, things of that nature and uh, or apply for um, um, some things where they don't win and check your background. And they may have found some things in your background. And because of what was in your background, they denied you. Oh, but I, what I love about God, people of God, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, glory to God. God don't do a background check on us. God don't do a history check on us because God already know. I believe it was King David that mentioned the words in, in Psalms 139. He said, 
every day was already written, was already written. It was already ordained before one came to being. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So God already knew that, amen, um, glory to God, uh, that, that, that you were, um, that, that, that you were the prostitute, that you were uh, um, the sexual abuse, that you were the rejected, that you were the drug de- dealer, that you were the one that was promiscuous, that you were the liar, that you were the thief. Oh, my God. Uh, um, he, he, he knew all of that. Amen. That, that's already known, and and so God, he 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 doesn't check your history. See, he calls you to be what he called you to be before you ever had any history in your life. Amen. Glory to God. He he knew that you was gonna encounter all these things that you encountered. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. But your calling, your purpose was already established. Isaiah said, "From my mother's womb." He called me by name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. He said, from my mother's womb, he called me by name. And in, in Jeremiah, he told him like this. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. I knew you. I formed you, right, in, in the womb of your mother. And I called you a prophet to the nations. And so I'm saying this to get this point. Stop disqualifying God's ability to use you because of the things that you have been through. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The woman of God, she said so many different things. Amen. Lord God, she said hallelujah. Because somebody don't drop you. Amen. Whether it was from birth, your daddy or your mama dropped you when they decided to reject you, when when they decided to not be a part of your life, when they couldn't understand that you was a great gift, you was an awesome gift, you were a perfect gift that God had placed in the earth to be used by him. But that was okay. That was okay because their rejection for um to you, amen, it truly was a part of your protection. But not only was it a part of your protection, amen, glory to God, thank you, Jesus. It was, it was, amen, defining you, amen, um, glory to God, thank you, Jesus, and building you and developing you to who it is that God has called you to be. And so, yeah, we, you've been through life and, Amen, Gordon. Mama might have dropped you, or Daddy might have dropped you. Amen, Gordon. God, family members may have dropped you. Uh, she talked about um, Tamar, where her brother sexually abused her, where he raped her. Um, amen. So your family members may have abused you, and so yeah, let's talk about even um, what's what's David's other son name? Absalom, hallelujah, glory to God. Well, Absalom, you know, he was dropped. Why? Because he was hurting behind a hurting sister who was raped. Amen. Um, glory to God. He was confused. He couldn't understand why his daddy didn't take up for his daughter. Amen. Um, glory to God. And so he became angry. He became bitter because, amen, um, daddy didn't do what he was supposed to do. And out of that anger and bitter, he ended up murdering of his brother. And he was attempting to mother to murder his father because he was angry. Resentment showed up. And amen. Glory to God. Just damage you damage behind what you have seen taking place in others 
people lies, whether it was a sibling or whether it was one of your parents, but just damaged for one reason or another um, dynamic um, people of God. But God is here saying, look, it's time to recover. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Um, glory to God. It's time. It's time for a recovery, to recover from the brokenness, the heart, the confusion. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Things that are taking place in your life. It's time to recover. Are you ready to recover from mm. the brokenness? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. He said, I'll heal you and restore you. Amen. In the name of Jesus, of glory to God. You just got to be willing to allow him to use you. You got to understand right there in those places, amen, right there in the things that you've been through, he's been developing you to be who he's called you to be. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Guys, amen. He is focused on Having his word not come back to him void. Amen. Glory mm -hmm. to God. Thank you, Jesus. So he governs the word. And so because of what you have been through, what you have been through don't disqualify you for God's usage. It's actually been preparing you. Amen. It's been preparing you for the position Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. But see, now you just have to come from beyond yourself. You got to push past beyond you. You got to now lay down your life. Amen. And put your life in the hands of God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So that, amen, so that God can get the glory out of your life. So that, amen, glory to God, so that God can use you to go and help somebody else from that destitute place that you were once in. So that God can use you to break the generational curses that have followed your family um, lineage in history from one generation to the next. But you got to open up your heart. You got to open up your heart. He said, I stand, I knock at the door. And that if anyone will let me in, I will come and dine with thee. And what's the beautiful thing about dining with him? Is that as you dine with him, he's going to restore you. As you dine with him, he's going to heal you. As you dine with him, uh, glory to God, you're not going to no longer feel rejected. Hallelujah. You're going to know that I'm accepted as the beloved. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. It, it is God's pleasure, amen, for me to be one of his own for his name's sake. Amen. Glory to God. God has put his stamp of approval on me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. When he down with you, he's going to come and feel. He's going to come and satisfy your hunger. He's going to come and quench your thirst. He's going to fill you in that void place. Amen. In the name of Jesus, glory to God. And you ain't going to no longer have to 
um, be trying to search for something to satisfy you because he's going to be all that you need. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. My God. And as he begin to fill you, you're going to begin to understand who you are. You're going to begin to understand why you had to go through, it, through what it was you had to go through. You're going to begin to see the purpose in life. You're going to begin to understand greater and even in a greater um, capacity with clarity. Amen. And it's going to bring you up out of the stronghold of the enemy. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That's that point he said. You're going to know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. And so as you dine with him, amen, glory to God, he's going to serve you the truth. Hallelujah. He's going to serve you the truth. And as he serves you the truth, glory to God, hallelujah, then you'll be able to tread upon the serpent. You'll be able, man, to slay the giant that stands before you. You'll be able to speak to mountains and cause your mountains to move out of your way. Yeah, amen, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And so that even when the enemy and even those that you know will try to call forth and bring up your background, when they try to do a background check on you, You'll understand, I am a new creation in Christ Jesus. The old is gone, and the new have come. And so, yes, I, I, I was the ex-prostitute. I was the ex-drug dealer. I, I, I was the ex-rapist. I was the ex-homosexual. The homosexual. I, I was the ex-lesbian. Yeah, yeah, I was all that. But I've been made, made new. I've been restored. I've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God because of what Jesus did on the cross and uh, and he died for me and when he rose up on the third day, he rose up with our power and with the power that he, when he rose up in our power, my God, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. He, he redeemed me from that empty life of my ancestors. He redeemed me from the lies and the deception of the enemy that told me that ain't going to never be nobody, ain't going to never be nothing, ain't going to never amount to anything. He, 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 amen, he freed me from the things that I settled from. And now that I've come into the truth of who I am, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, glory to God, uh, 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 my damaged goods, amen, hallelujah, I, I've been restored. I've been restored, and now I'm restored from being damaged. I can now be used by the Most High God. I'm in, I'm in a position. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Why? Because what I love about God, he takes nothing woo, and makes something out of it. How many of you out there? Mm. You may feel like you were nothing, and people may have called you nothing, but I'm telling you, he took the dirt from the ground and formed mankind. He took the dirt from the ground and formed man, and, and, and he blew the breath of life into this dirt that he just formed, right? And man became a living being. What do we consider dirt to be? Nothing. We walk on it and... Spit on it and oh, and all type of other stuff. We don't consider it to be having any type of value or whatsoever. But God took that which we 
considered to be invaluable to damage goods. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And he made, amen, his most prized possession, which is you and me. He, he made mankind. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. And so it don't matter what other people think. It don't matter what you have been through. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Because God called you, you're qualified. Because God has called you, he has anointed you for that thing. Because God has called you for it, to it, you just got to open up your heart so that you can receive. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You can receive that thing and you can begin to walk in that, walk in the very word that he's called forth in your life, dynamic people of God. To God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You guys, we're going to take a break right now in the church. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We're going to take a break. We're going to be back. We're going to hear some more from um, Pastor Berea. I'm going to hear some more from me as we just talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Um, because for such a time as this, it's, it's time to recover. Amen. It's, it's time to recover. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah, you you may be damaged good. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. But we bless the name of the true living God that right here, right here, right here, and right now. Amen. That he's getting ready to turn that thing around on your behalf. Hallelujah. Uh, thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. We'll be right back in the church dynamic people of God as we take a break. Amen. In Jesus' name. While we're on break, go ahead. Go ahead and share this broadcast on your social media platforms. Amen. So that those that you know. Amen. Can join us in this conversation. If you would like to have questions or comments or anything of that nature, go ahead um, to the website, inthechurch.com. Amen. And you can go on right there and you can chat with us live or you can go to our speaker platform and you can chat with us live there. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Um, glory um, to God. Amen. And I'll try to keep up with Facebook if you want to chat over there. Um, as well, but definitely, definitely, definitely go ahead and share um, the broadcast, amen. Oh, also on the um, the radio platform, amen, um, the Kingdom Influencers Broadcast. If you get over there and get under shows and click on In the Church, you can chat with us live right there as well, amen. Glory to God, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Let's talk about it, amen, um, in Jesus' name. We'll be right back. Just a sec, this one. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory, glory to God in this place in the name of Jesus, my God. Bye-bye. Amen. Defeat. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. Bye-bye defeat. Hello, victory. Somebody got to be excited about that. Somebody got to go ahead and begin to tell victory hello. Tell 
of, amen, defeat, goodbye, that you're no longer going to be defeated. You're no longer going to be defined by your past. You, oh, my, that you're no longer going to be defined by your past. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. You are no longer going to be hurt. You're no longer going to be bound. You're no longer going to be bitter and anger, angry. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus, that Hallelujah. You saying hello to peace and hello to love and hello to joy and hello to security. My God, in the name of Jesus, hello to confidence and self-esteem and, and self-worth. My God, in the name of Jesus, glory to God. Hallelujah. My God, that you're taking back. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Um, Your identity. Amen. You're taking back. Amen. Glory to God. Everything that God has given unto you, everything that God has promised you. Amen. Um, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. And you are no longer allowing the enemy. Amen. To manipulate you, to trick you, to keep you bound. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. We are having an awesome time in the church on tonight. I want to welcome you back to the In the Church TV and Radio broadcast. Amen. I am Apostle Deronche Zorn, your host. Amen. And I'm just excited that you're hanging out in the church with us on tonight. I do want to thank you guys for sharing this broadcast on your social media platforms. I bless God for each and every last one of you. You guys are absolutely amazing. Amen. In the majestic name of Jesus, I do want to show some love, amen, to um, our top five countries, amen, on tonight. I want to, amen, I want to bless you, um, United Kingdom coming in at number one, number one on tonight, amen. France, bless you. Um, number two, the number two coming in and number two on tonight. And then we have Germany followed by the United States and then Ireland. We thank each of you all, amen, uh, for logging in, listening in to us from all over the world, throughout the nation, in the majestic name of Jesus. Glory to God in this place, amen. God is just absolutely awesome. The rest of you guys. We, have, we we don't take it lightly that you guys have joined us in the church on tonight. We also bless God for each and every last one of you guys as well. Amen. We just don't have the afforded time to shout out everybody. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. But know just because you're with us. Amen. You are definitely special in our hearts. Um, in the majestic name of Jesus, glory to God. So we're talking about damaged goods in the church. Amen. And you have been hearing from a very dynamic, amazing woman of God, Pastor Maria Smith. Amen. Hallelujah. For Amen. The founder of Living God Deliverance Ministries Incorporation. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Now, she just poured out her heart, amen, in our first segment, and we're just going to go back in a, a little bit and just begin to talk about some things, amen, as we're dealing with damaged goods, amen. 
in the majestic name of Jesus. Glory to God. Um, so, Pastor, yes, amen, yes. I want to just, just um, take a moment, take a time, and for us to just roll back and just bring some, amen, um, just pour, just the outpour wisdom of God. I, I want to first, for us to first um, go back and, and, and deal with um, Mephibosheth. Amen. And as you was talking about him and you was dealing with how the nurse grabbed him in haste. Um, And when she grabbed him, um, she dropped him and he became crippled. Amen. And um, he lived the rest of his life lamed and crippled, damaged. Amen. Amen. And and you dealt with how, you know, people who are supposed to be covering us, whether it's a leader or whether it's a boss or, amen, or whether it's a spouse, right, um, amen, or whether it's a parent who supposed to cover us, amen, um, glory to God. But instead of covering us, they're moving in haste and we get dropped. Amen. Um, and we become damaged, and and we become that can that's dented, and because our mindset in society, we're just like those in retail. This can't be used mm-hmm. because it has a dent in it. It it is the it is now deformed, right? My yeah. God. Um, but I want to talk about this. Mis- Sebastian for a moment because, you know, after he was dropped, woman of God, you know, he didn't appear back up on the scene for quite a long time. And amen, um, glory to God. And then David, um, he remembered his promise to um, Jonathan. Hallelujah. And he began to search for um, some a living relative of Saul, of King Saul. And when um, Mephibosheth came up, my God, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, glory to God, um, he told them to go get him. He told them to go get him. And he restored unto him everything that belonged to his grandfather. He gave him Amen. Um, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. The um, Everything that belonged to his grandfather, amen. And so he restored all those things back to him, and he allowed him to eat at the king's table. So let's just talk about it for a moment, you know, um, woman of God. So you kind of, you know, you briefly hit it. You will just... My God, blessed be the name of Jesus. Has <laughs> yeah. he poured out into you? But amen. We just want we want to just paint this picture, um, people of God, that yes, you know, we we've been dropped. Right now we're dealing with Mephibosheth, but we've been dropped. Amen. Glory to God. But we got a king that will restore us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, I'm glory to God. So let's let's just talk about, I want to talk about that a little bit. I'm going to talk about it in three different places um, for a moment. In um, 
for number one, so people can understand what do being dropped look like. So what are some attributes? When you say, um, I've been dropped, or when we know that somebody has been dropped, what are some of those attributes that we may see, right, amen, glory to God, in a life of an individual? They could just kind of know, you know, because some people have been dropped, and they don't know they've been dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, being dropped, you can be dropped walking. You can, okay, for example, you can have a husband, and you made a vow to the Lord, okay, I'm going to cover you, I'm going to be there. And then out of nowhere, he can pack up and walk off and leave and never come back. That's one way of being dropped. Amen, amen. And, and, and that, 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 could, that could definitely um, mean or make a difference in the life of an individual, right, because we just, you're just depending on, um, of that, well, not so much depend on the, the spouse, but you know, you made a covenant, right? Oh, yeah. Um, and then you made a, a covenant, and because you made made that covenant, um, your your expectation is that you guys are going to follow through in the agreement, amen. Mm-hmm. Um, that you guys agreed upon, amen. Glory mm-hmm. to God. Um. Another way that you could be dropped, um, people of God, um, you you could have um, been in a place where, you know, your father wasn't there or Mm -hmm. your mother wasn't there. Amen. Um, Word of God. Um, You could have been dropped um, by a family member who was supposed to protect you, but they abuse you they sexually abuse you and and not just sexually abuse you i mean you could have been abused mentally emotionally by your mama by Mm -hmm. other family members right in your family she talked about it in her story amen um other and and that was kind of me too um woman of god um you know i I became one day i I think i was 19 or 21 somewhere between those two when i woke up one day and I woke up I I had been asleep all this time and when I woke up I realized that I had became the very words that people had spoken over my life I became the very negative thing that was spoken when they said you're gonna be like you know they would tell me you're gonna be like your mama you're gonna be like your daddy now my daddy was an alcoholic Right. He 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 died an alcoholic. My mama was a drug addict. Right. My mama and daddy also was um they had children out of wedlock, didn't finish school. You know, and so they had a lot of other attributes that was there. And when I woke up at the age of I was nineteen or twenty one, when I woke up I realized that you know what, I did become just like my parents. And you know, I, I started drinking at the age of twelve. Now I wasn't I've never been an alcoholic, but I was drinking. I had no business drinking. Um but um but I was I had children out of wedlock. They did that. I was shacking. They did that, right? Um, I was a high school dropout. They did that. 
And, you know, it's so, and some of those attributes became my life. Now, I never done drugs, but the alcohol was there. And, and you know, and when people say, you ain't going to never amount to anything. And so all of those different things that people would say, the word curses that people would play, was placing upon me, and they were speaking. And, you know, and these were people in my family saying this type of stuff. It wasn't um, people that was on the outside. These was people who should have been protecting me and who should have been telling me I'm going to be great and I'm going to be successful and, you know, just speaking should have been speaking kind words to me. But nevertheless, I woke up and I was like, oh, Jesus, <laughs> my God, I am what they said that I was, right? But what if, and then I remember being 26, and I got 26, I got angry at 26 because at 26, oh, my God, thank you, Jesus, I realized that I was the daughter of the king. <laughs> Amen. Oh, bless your name, Jesus. And when I realized that I was the daughter of the king, and I and I realized everything that I really was, I was like, man, I felt so robbed. I was like, these people have robbed me of my identity. They have robbed me. The enemy has used these people to rob me identity, to rob me of, you know, who I who who I am in Christ Jesus. I mean, they told me so many different things, but then nobody tell me who I was in Christ. Nobody told me what God spoke about me. Nobody told me, Amen, where that I was the apple of God's eye. Nobody told me that I was fearfully echoed up by Sia. They didn't tell me that I was fearfully and wonderfully made. They didn't tell me that. They didn't tell me that I was flawless because I'm the word of God. They, they didn't tell me that. Amen. And, and because they miss out, that, because they miss saying that very important information, my God, um, it, it, it altered some things in my life. But however, amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. What the enemy meant for good. I mean, what the enemy meant for bad, God meant for my good. Why? Because so that lives can be saved. Because, yes, I walked around for a period of my life sleep. I walked around as the sleeping dead. I walked around with grave clothes on me. Yeah, cool about CI. Just bound in people's words and and, and and thoughts that they had toward me and in, in what society also had labeled and in place upon me. I, I, I was the sleeping and I was the dead man walking. Until my God and he said, Wake up, O Zion. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. And I woke up. My God. And, and the arriving and the waking up, seeing all the things that damaged me, all the things, father not being there, mother not being there, being the black sheep of the family, hallelujah, um, glory to God, being raised up in a place that gave the appearance that, amen, glory to God, that they just really didn't want us because of the way we was mistreated 
through the process of it all. Damaged good. But I love it because my life was chaos. It was, when I say it was chaos, it was, y'all don't understand the level of chaos, right? (laughs) Y'all don't, y'all can't understand the level of chaos that, um, that my life was, and and I called it to be so much chaos that when I began to read Genesis, I was like, man, when I believe when I read Genesis one, I'm like, man, that was my life. That's my life, right there. <laughs> he was hovering over the void. Amen. That that void place right there, full of empty, full of being barren, you know, full of absolutely nothing. I'm like, that's 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 me. Ooh. My God. Um, but at the same time I'm glad there was some more history there was some more um um some more content in in Genesis, right? Because we, we come from a I came from a place where it was poverty, incest, greed, division, witchcraft and substance abuse and so many other things. Just family just broken. In, in so many different places, so many generational curses uh, upon my family. My God, but God spoke in that void place, and he spoke light, and, and, and the light began to shine and, 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 and change. And, my God, it just changed my life completely, it changed uh, my family dynamics completely. Amen. Um, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Because the place where I was broken, he healed. He set me free. Amen. And and he he delivered. Amen. Um, in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. And so, um, amen. Yo, just encourage somebody. Your history don't define you. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. But it has been um, a, a place to mold you and to shape you and to develop you into everything that God has called for for you to be and everything that God has called for for you to do. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Just as Mephibosheth. Amen. Um, glory to God. Um, thank you, Jesus. Was restored. Everything of his grandfather. Everything of his grandfather. Surely the Lord will restore you. Amen. Word of God. Bring your restoration and allow you and, and bring you to his table to eat that which is good. To eat, amen, um, that which is of substance. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus, to eat. My God. Hallelujah. The very thing that will change your very life. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Have you to eat some truth. My God. In the name of I'm so glad he let me come and eat at the table. Amen. <laughs> I'm so glad I got a chance to come and Eat at the table. What about you? And I know, my God, y'all did not hear this powerful woman of God. (laughs) Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I I bless God for her because she's been through some things and she knows some things because of what she has been through. And that's just absolutely awesome. You guys can read about Mephibosheth. Amen. You can go to 2 Samuel. 
Amen. Um, glory to God. And read about to read about him. Amen. Um, in the majestic um, name of Jesus. I know in chapter nine he got restored. I think maybe somewhere, and maybe four and five, four or five is where he got dropped. Somewhere alone in there. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. But restoration, restoration mm. is assured unto you. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So go back. Amen. It's time to recover, and it's time to be restored. Amen. David said, Mephibosheth will eat bread at his table always. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. And he gave unto him everything that belonged to Saul and Saul's house. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So it's time for restoration and time to be restored. My God, in the name of Jesus, glory to God. My God. Uh, Woman of God, you said some things. You talked about being desperate. Yes, ma'am. Oh, my God. And if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> I think I heard you say something about paying for men and going out. You go out to the club and you got everybody um, tab and, you know, you just try to do everything um, to um, to um, I don't know, get people to to like you or to get people to, um, um, amen, to, to stick with you or whatever it is. Let's just talk about, um, you know, this is this place of, of desperation that I, that it comes from, that it, that it comes from when you are, when you're damaged goods and we just, and you don't identify or can't identify who it is that you are. Amen. I didn't know who I was. Apostle, um, <clears throat> like you said, you were asleep. I was asleep. I was just going through the motions. <clears throat> it was times when I would stay asleep. I mean, not sleep. I would stay woke and couldn't sleep. It would, I just fear closing my eyes. Because <clears throat> I know when I closed my eyes, I was going to be alone. And I recall one time I was so desperate for a man. And it, this was many years ago when you used to get your checks on the 1st and the 15th of the month. And this guy came, he was pretty he was all right. I ain't going to say, well, he was all right. And he would come around right before the first, leave three days after the first, come back one day before the 15th, leave the 15th. Wow. When the money was gone, he was gone. Or I would get so depressed because it seemed like everybody had somebody. And it seemed like you go to the church, the pastor got somebody, the deacons got a couple of somebody, your family got, you know, somebody they're rolling around with in the sheets and all. Let's just be honest. And here you are at home at this time with six children and nobody. You dating a man, y'all were together for six years, and every time it came time for you to get married, he came up with an excuse. And then being desperate, my dad was a Muslim. And he said to me, he said, why buy the cow when you're getting the milk for free? Hmm. Then, he said, then he said, even a dog got a license. He don't love you enough to put a license on you? Hmm. I said, did you just call me a dog? He said, well, that's what you are. 
You've given him everything right now. Why would he marry you? You're nothing. You're just like your mother. So when you hear words like that, it's like, who's going to want me? I have all these children, but who's going to want me? You've been married one time when you were 17, and the man get up and walk out. He's 18. He walks off because I thought, because I wasn't taught, I thought marriage was sex. Mm. And, and that you had to um, get a man money from the stair because I never had uh, anyone to show me what a marriage was. So it was like trial and error, and then he left me for an older woman that had nine kids. And then I met, I met, I told was the woman at the well. Then there was somebody else, and he beat me. So it was rather sometimes take that beating because I know he'll be there. And then he would leave. So talking about being desperate, not knowing your worth. You know, a one-time apostle, I'm going to tell you, and, I, and I'm not ashamed to say this. One time I went to the Goodwill and I bought a shirt, a man pair of pants and some boots, put the boots up under my bed, put the pants on my bed and the shirt and just act like the man went to work and was coming home. Mm. Delusion. Just wanting to be loved. Just wanted somebody to say, I'm proud of you. I love you. You're, you're, you're worth it. You mean the world to me. You look nice. Instead of saying you're going to be a whore like your mother or you look just like your daddy. You know, your daddy didn't want you. That's why he walked off. And, and, and receiving abuse from your mother, being socked in the eye, meat cleavers to your throat, being beat. So when you get with a man that beats you, well, that's love because my mother that gave birth to me was beating me. Mm. Not, not knowing the true love of a mother. I love you, sweetheart. I don't care if you're a ditch digger. I don't care if you're a prostitute. You're my baby and I love you. I don't care if you're a drug dealer or a drug addict. You're mine and I love you and Jesus loves you more. And begin to pray over them. Because what the Lord taught me was this. If you crush the wings of a bird, it cannot fly. And if you crush the spirit of a child, it will not soar. I was crushed. I was crushed, Apostle. And I was reaching for help, but no one was there to help me. And that's, that's sad when you have no one to help you when all you've ever known was abandonment. And you would do whatever you could for somebody to be there with you, even if it meant having children after children after children after children. Man after man after man after man. Even if it meant being verbally abused, you ain't no good, you B-I-N-G-O, you this, you that, I hate you, look at you, who want to be with you, but God. When the Lord called me to ministry, apostle, I thought I was losing my mind. Because I heard his voice. And I said, Lord, do you know that I, I was a mattress tester? I did this, I lied, I did that, I drank, I, I sold weed. I, I did, I did, I did, I did, I did. And you called me, you sure you called me? He said, whom I've called, I've already qualified and justified. And glorified. He said, I know who I called. I, I, I formed you before you were even in your mother's womb. 
I called you for such a time as this. I know every hair on your head. I know when you get up and I know when you lay down. I know when you're heavy and I know when you're not heavy. He said, but I love you. If there was nobody left on this earth, I would have died and went to the cross for you. Apostle, we have to come to a place where we see our daughters and our sons and the women that God heard, and they can have prophetess, bishop, apostle, prophet, Mm -hmm. preacher, teacher, evangelist, whatever. But we have to be in a place and a position to know that we used to be them. We can't be so heavenly-minded. We're no earthly good for the ones coming behind us. You see that sister coming in there with a mini skirt when she bend over. You can see her beginning in her end. Don't judge that woman because you don't know her story. You don't know if that was the only clothes she had on her back. You don't know if it was a struggle for her to get on her bed. You don't know that if she leaves that church, she's going home to blow her brains out. You don't know if she's going to kill her kids. You don't know if she's going to walk out that door and her old man beat her to death. You don't know what she, you don't know if she's watching somebody rape and molest her children and there's nothing she can do about it. You don't know if she's strung out on drugs. You don't know what's going on. And for you to put your mouth on them, and you don't know their story. Only by the grace of God, we're not still in that muck in that mark. We're not still who we used to be. Only because of God's grace and mercy. Only because of a God that's unstoppable, unmovable, unchangeable. My God, he's dunamis. He's all-powerful. If it had not been for God, if it had not been for him, where would we be? Would we still be mattress testers? I used to drink alcohol, gin and grapefruit juice, vodka and orange juice, single seven and coke, Kahlua and coke. Old English, smoke cigarettes. I used to get depressed. Oppressed. I've been through some things. I'm still dealing with some things. But you know what the difference is? God got me covered. God has me apostle. I have powerful. I have powerful women of God that I can talk to, that I can be naked with. And get your mind out the gutter. I'm not talking about physically that. I'm talking about where I can just go and say, look, I'm hurting, Apostle, and I need to talk about this thing. Amen. Pray with me. Pray for me. We all need somebody we can talk to, but we don't need somebody that when we go to them bleeding, they help us hear it. The hospital. The church is the hospital for the believer and for the non-believer. We need to go back to praying like we used to apostle, carrying for the Holy Ghost. All this instant stuff, and that's fine. But God calls for the deep things. And some stuff still ain't going to help you get through. You're going, to have to, you're going to have to show them to lay prostrate. I don't care if your carpet is nasty. Lay on that carpet and call on the name of Jesus until he answers. God 
wants you. God needs you. God can use you. I don't care what your background is. I don't care how far you've fallen. He's able to pick you up. He said, I'm married to the backsliders. God loves us all. And we have to show compassion for one another. My God, today, we have so many saints of God sitting in the church hurting apostles. Me and somebody to talk to, you know, they can be getting beat at home. You don't know what they're going through because they don't, on Sunday they're shouting, but, but, but Monday through Saturday they're going through pure hell. We have to start praying and lifting up the blood stained banner. Start covering our children in the blood of Jesus. Stop letting the Nintendo and the, and the Wii and the, what else is it, the PlayStation and the Xbox raise your children. You raise your kids. You protect your kids. My mother didn't protect me, but I protected my kids, my grandchildren. You break the generational curse off your family. Look up in your generational, your history, your genealogy, and see, oh, wow, my, my grandmother was raised by a white man. That's why incest is in on our family on that side, okay? And on this side, my, my um, great-great-grandmother got beat up. Okay, well, that's why domestic violence is, is heavy on this side of the family. Start tearing down those strongholds in your family. Start being women, oh God. Start being mothers. Start being fathers. And I want to speak to the men. It doesn't matter if you've been molested, raped, beat up. What happened? Jesus loves you. He needs you. He's calling for the real men of God. Iron sharpens iron. He's calling for you, man of God. He's calling that little boy trapped inside of you. You may be a powerful speaker. You may be anointed, but there's this little piece that's inside that nobody knows about the abuse. Nobody knows about the rape. Nobody knows about you being molested. Nobody knows about you being bullied. Nobody knows about people talking about you. Nobody knows the hell that you've been through. Nobody knows how you watch somebody rape your sister, rape your mama, whatever. Nobody knows how you had to sell drugs to feed your family. Nobody knows. So just like when Jesus went to the well for Maria at the well and said it was a necessity, it was a necessity for him to meet you too, man of God. He didn't just go for me. He came for you too. And I'm not, I'm not pointing the finger at mothers because I'm a mother of seven, and there's nothing I wouldn't do for my children and my grandchildren. And now I have two great-grandchildren. There's nothing that I wouldn't do for them. So let me tell you that the best thing that I can do for them is Jesus. The best thing I can do for them is redirect them to the cross. The best thing I can do for them is show them how to live this life before them. Don't be afraid to share my path, but let them know I am redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. I am restored. I am, I am delivered. I am, oh, my God, I'm saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. Yes, I make mistakes. Yes, I fall down, but I get back up. I don't stay down like I used to. I don't stay down laying on my back, apostle, drinking all English or smoking cool filthy king cigarettes or Newport cigarettes 
or drinking gin and grape juice to hide the pain. Because we serve a miracle-working God, a promise keeper, a way maker, a light in darkness. Jesus is good. His word says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is a man that trusts in the Lord. Lord, I bless you and I honor you. Lord, when I was in the middle of that valley, it didn't feel good. But, Lord, I thank you that I'm on the outside of that valley. Now I can tell my, I can tell my daughters. I can tell my son. You talked about being damned apostle. I have two sons in prison my baby son. And the Lord told me, Matthew had to go. And I said, why, Lord? What what did he do? He said, because he was coming to you instead of to me. Hmm. And one of us would have been unnecessary. One of us would have been unnecessary. You know how our children come to us for everything. Mm-hmm. But what the Lord wants them to know him and the power of his might, he wants them to know that I am that I am. That's my name. I am Yahshua. I am Yahweh God. I am light in the midst of darkness. I am whatever you need me to be. I am Yahshua Amashiach. I am Jehovah Jireh, your provider. I am Jehovah Shalom, your peace in the midst of hell. When the, when the judge told me I could give your son 20 years, but I'm going to go ahead and give him seven. I am when you feel like dying and giving up. I am. My God. When people that called you dead and did everything but threw dirt in your face and pronounced you dead in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, ashes to ashes and dust to dust, but yet you rise like white cream and, and black coffee. You rise to the top. And people are trying to figure out, where should you get this strength from? It's from I am. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. That's the power of the Lord that we serve. Amen. That's the power of the Lord that we serve. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. That's why he said, Amen. Glory to God. He said, I'm going to restore you. Amen. I'm going to bring you back from captivity. Amen. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. And my God, my God, my God. He's not only, I mean, he did it for Pastor Maria. Glory to God. He did it. For my life, surely he can do it for yours. Amen. It's time that we take off these masks so that we can really be healed, set free, and delivered, that we're no longer operating and moving around in a form of godliness and denying the power of, of God. God has the power to heal us from our brokenness, people of God. Amen. In the name of Jesus, um, glory to God. And so we got to be so forever careful. She said something earlier when she was talking. She she took us back over to, um, I think it was Psalms. Amen. Glory to God. And she um, took us. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Um, back to Psalms 51. With, with King David. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Um, when he was in a place, he was he was in a place. He 
amen, where he had done committed adultery. He had done had um, Uriah killed, Bathsheba's husband, but he was a murderer, amen. And then he just had to begin to go before God and say, ah, Lord, have mercy on me. He had to begin to go before God and ask God to create in him a clean heart and renew a right spirit in him. Amen. In the name of Jesus, glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. And we're just going to pour out as, as, as much time as we have. My God, but um, what came up in my mind, Pastor Maria, a moment ago was, King Saul, amen, and so I'm going to shift to him just real briefly, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, glory to God, see, um, King Saul was, was, was damaged, amen, glory to God, thank you, Jesus, he never felt qualified, mm-hmm. amen, he, he, he never felt, um, glory to God, from the beginning, he never felt qualified for the position that God had called forth in his life. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And he felt so unqualified when it was time for him to get anointed his second time. And before the people of Israel, they was they don't call all of the the um the, the Jews that called Amen Israel to come together and amen so that they could now know who their new appointed king is gonna be and now he Saul um, no sorry Samuel is ready to anoint Saul. They looking for the king, they looking around and they like where is the king? He felt so insecure about himself that God had to tell him, had to tell them that he's among the baggage. So they had to go get the king who uh, they're getting ready to be new appointed king. The first king of Israel, they had to go and get him from behind the baggage so that he can come. So that they say, so that he can come and be anointed into his new position as king. How many of us are hiding behind the baggage? baggage that is keeping us from walking in the very place that God has appointed, anointed, called us, amen, um, sanctified us, set us apart to do before the beginning of the world. But the baggage is keeping us trapped and shamed and, um, my God, it's keeping us covered for moving and operating in the authority that God has called forth in our lives. Amen, glory to God. My God, hallelujah. It's, it's time, people of God, that we come into a place where we trust God, we believe in God with all our hearts, amen, and not lean on our own understanding. Before I shift over there, what triggered my mind to fall was this. 
Amen. I told you we talked about how he never felt qualified. But even as he got the position and even as he rejected God and he was disobedient to God, and he didn't do what he was supposed to do, and so God rejected him. It began to mean, uh, what triggered my thought was when Saul was depressed, amen, or when this evil spirit came upon Saul and David would come and play the harp. And when he would play the harp, right, um, the evil spirit would no longer torment Saul. The evil spirit used to torment Saul, and when he would be tormented by this evil spirit, he couldn't, he had no rest in him. It was nothing settled in him, but, amen, glory to God, thank you, Jesus, but this, he was able to be overtaken by this spirit. Why? Because he was damaged good. Amen. Because he was damaged good. And it took the uh, anointing of someone that was pure. Someone, amen, um, Lord of God, thank you, Jesus, um, hallelujah, who had that relationship with God that will bring them to the place that God will use to to develop the sound that would soothe Saul's mind where he was no longer being tormented. Jesus is saying, if you just open up your heart, that he has the very melody, he has the very down, that he has the power to heal you from your sickness, from your disease, from the lies and the deception of the enemy. If you would just open up your heart and you could just believe and, and trust in him. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. In spite of what caused you to be damaged, because what have damaged you is not bigger than the God that you serve. Amen. It's not bigger than the God that you serve. So for those that's under the sound of our voice, amen, glory to God. And, and, and you know that you're in a place that I'm damaged. Hallelujah. She talked about being able to come before um, people naked. Amen. Glory to God. Openly expose your hurt, your pain, your disappointment. How? Go to God. Can you can you go before God and be naked? Can you expose your pain and your hurt, your disappointment, your shame to God before God and be naked? See, God can deal with your naked truth. You can come before him exposed. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. He will. Amen. Glory to God. Supply you what it is that you need so that you can be made whole. So that you can be made whole. He's also supplied great men and women of God. Just like the woman of God that, that he would use. I'm Pastor Maria, you know, even as while that's coming across my mind and on my thought, amen, glory to God, because 
um, you know, everybody can't handle your truth. Amen. Appropriately, because people will mishandle it. And that's another reason why there's so many people in the church that are damaged goods desiring to be recovered but can't because, amen, glory to God, they feel that, you know what, I can't trust anybody. I can't become I can't become naked. I can't show anybody my vulnerable place. Begin to seek God. God, who in my circle, who around me that I can just be vulnerable before, that 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 I can take off this mask so I can be healed, set free, and delivered. Yeah. Because it's for such a time as this, God wants you to recover from the things in which you have lost because somebody dropped you or somebody abused you, somebody misused you. Somebody see I persecuted you or or lied to you and disappointed you. He wants you to recover from all those things that you have lost due to the damage that you acquired. But you got to trust them. Amen. Glory to God. As long as Adam and Eve was in the garden and and felt and was in that place, Amen, where they was always naked before God. They, amen, they lived in a place where they was prosperous. It was in that place when they wanted to hide from God. When they wanted to hide from God. They desired that they didn't want to be naked before God anymore. It caused them to, to begin to live a life that was much more harder than what they had known. Why? Because they wanted, they they hid and lied and all these things before God. But I just even believe when they came out and if Adam and they would have just been honest and say, you know what, we did what you and she told us not to do. Amen. Glory to God. Um, thank you, Jesus. Because guess what? You know, God noticed. God knew. Amen. As He was talking to Adam and. Adam was like, I was afraid um, because we naked. He like, what? You know, he's like, you know, you've been naked since the beginning. But now all of a sudden, so he was like, oh, yeah, see, who, he said, who told you that? Who told you that? He's like, oh, yeah, okay, you ate from that tree of, of, of the knowledge of good and evil. Oh, that's what has taken place. And so when we... Eat from those places, amen, glory to God. It contaminates us, and it causes us to want to hide from God. And what we hide from him, he cannot heal. But if we can come before him and be naked and be truthful about the matter, he can heal us, he can make us whole. Amen, glory to God, thank you, Jesus. And he will show us how that thing was meant for our good and not for evil. Why? So that lives can be saved. And we'll elevate quickly, people of God, into the places and spaces that God has called for in our lives. Or do you want to be made whole? Just like um, Jesus was at the Bethesda with the man 
who who had been paralyzed for 38 years, he asked the question, do you want to be made whole? And so we asked that question on tonight, do you want to be made whole? And if you desire to be made whole, dynamic people of God, you will, amen, on this day. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Go ahead and cry out to the Lord. You know, the blind men, they was like, little son of David, have mercy on me. And we just can cry out to the Lord and tell him about your issues. Tell him about your trouble. And surely he'll bring forth the, the solution, amen, so that you can be victorious over every issue and know every matter. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. And he will restore you from your brokenness. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Dynamic woman of God, before we close out for tonight, is there anything else that you would like to say for the to the people of God? <clears throat> I just want to say that what God did for me, he's more than willing to do for you. Like Apostle said, just cry out to him, do you want to be made whole? And if you want to be made whole, take this time, this opportunity, and cry out to the Most High God and ask him to save you, ask him to heal you, ask him to deliver you. He's here right now. He's waiting patiently for you to call on the name of Jesus. They that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. He sent his word in it to heal them and deliver them. And all I want to say, I'm here. I'm yet praying for you. I'm praying for the people that called on the line. I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm praying. I'm interceding. Because it's a terrible thing to be in a situation where you feel like you're hopeless, that there's no hope. But I want you to know today that Jesus is the hope of the world. And we serve a mighty, mighty good God. And he, he's a loving Father. And it doesn't matter what people call you. What matters is what the Lord called you. And he said you're redeemed. You're restored. You'll be loved. You're the righteousness of him. Yes, you're worthy through the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. Yeah. Just trust him. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Um, hallelujah. I want to leave with you today, um, people of God, that nothing is haphazard. Um, every second and every moment of your life have been on purpose. Amen. Glory to God. Um, because God has greatness in store for you. God has, my God, hallelujah, thank you. He has um, diligently planned, amen, this time and this moment for your life, every second of our lives. And it's been very, very intentional. Why? So that we can become everything that God has called for for us to be. Yes, we've been abused. We've been lied on, talked about. We've been stabbed in the back. We've been abandoned and so much more. But any situation that we have come upon, it never, 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 amen, um, glory to God, thank you, Jesus, 
define who we are because we've been defined in Christ Jesus and in him alone. Take whatever issues that you may have to the feet of the Father. Take it to the cross and trust God with the matter and let him do the work that is necessarily required so that you can be whole, so that he can use you to do the very thing in which he has purposed you for such a time as this, in the majestic name of Jesus. And if you don't know the Lord, if you don't know him, it it, it is difficult. If you don't know him, you won't be able to recover from being damaged. And so it's very, very vital that you know him. And the word tells us for those who believe in their hearts and confess with their mouth that they that Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, Lord of God. And that he died, amen, on the third day and was raised up on your behalf that salvation shall be unto you. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, salvation has to be unto you so that you can be in a space that you can belong to the Father so that he can do the work that is necessary so that he can use, take that which, amen, that others have used to damage you so that he may develop you into the very thing in which he's purposed you so that he may be glorified through how he used you Amen. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, glory to God. And so, people of God, you know, amen, you have questions, comments. You can meet us in the church. Go to inthechurch.com and you can leave them there and or send an email from that website. Join us on our social media platforms at Twitter and Instagram, right, at In the Church. I'm sorry, on Facebook and Instagram at In the Church, on Twitter at In the Church Live. And let's talk about damaged goods, amen, glory to God, and how to be used and recovered, how God can use that which is damaged, Amen. In the majestic name of Jesus. Hmm. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. My God. Hallelujah. With that being said, dynamic people of God, we look forward to you joining us in the church next week at the same time, amen, in the majestic name of Jesus.
Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Well, we just thank you for joining us in the In the Church TV and Radio Broadcast. We will be back in the church next week at the same time. Until next time, continue to shine the light of God's word on every issue, every matter. We want to thank you for joining us in the church on tonight. As we have had a phenomenal time, we look forward to greeting you in the church next week. But until then, let us connect on our social media platform. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at In The Church. Also on Twitter at In The Church Live. We look forward to continuing our conversation with you. You can also go to our website at www.inthechurch.com to re-listen to this program in addition to email your thoughts, your comments, and any show topic requests. So we look forward to connecting with you, dynamic people of God. As always, let us continue to follow the word of truth so that we will be set free. Until next time, people of God, we look forward, amen, to meeting you in the church. Let us go in the love, joy, peace, favor, and the anointing of our most holy Savior, who is none other than Jesus Christ. And it is in his most holy and majestic name that we have convened in the church. Amen, amen, and amen. And Hello.